0: In the church, we celebrate a liturgical year. That liturgical year begins with the first Sunday of Advent, and it ends with Christ the King, the 34th Sunday in ordinary time. And so next Sunday, next weekend, when we come together, whatever mass we come to, we'll celebrate the end of the church year, the Solemnity of Christ the King, in which we are reminded that as followers of Jesus Christ, we're called to proclaim Jesus as Lord, Lord of the world, Lord in our lives. And then the following Sunday, the following weekend, the weekend after Thanksgiving, we'll begin a new liturgical year with the first Sunday of Advent. Every time we come to this particular time in the church year, towards its end, the Gospels in these last Sundays before we end the church year are always focused on what? They're focused on the end time. They're focused on the return of God. They're focused on saying to us, we need to be ready. No matter who we are, no matter our age, we need to be ready. Now, Jesus says in the Scripture that we know not the day nor the hour when God will return, when he will return. That knowledge is only reserved to the Heavenly Father. And so I can't presume to know the mind of God, but I'll say this, and it's not an obstinate or haughty statement, it's just something I believe. I believe that I and you, me and you, we will all probably pass from this world before God returns in that sense of the end of time. But whether or however, the point is, is that there will come that moment when we will In a sense, stand before God, however that is. And again, we create these these images of it. Ultimately, we don't know what that looks like. Even Scripture presents different images. It just says to us, again, the accountability in our lives. So what we do, what we do in our lives, how we live in our lives, in preparing to meet the Lord, however that takes place, it matters. And I don't believe that God wants us to see that as a scary thing. What God wants us to see that is is as an opportunity. An opportunity to, in a sense, conform our lives to the will of Jesus Christ in the sense of what we know Christ is calling us to. And all we have to do is look into the Scripture. And what we see in the Scripture is that the Lord teaches us again and again that our lives are summed up in how we love, how we love God, neighbor, and self. What we see in Scripture is that the Lord is constantly talking about the giving of oneself, that it's not just about me, not just about you, that it's not about the Christian life, Although it is about looking inward when we're thinking about our souls and our spirits and reflecting, that ultimately it's not going inward, that the Christian life is about going outward. Whatsoever you do to the least of my brothers and sisters, that you do unto me. Or I think of the night before Jesus died. I think of Jesus in the washing of the feet when it says he began to wash the feet of his apostles. And Peter said, God, Lord, forbid that you do something like this. And Jesus said, unless you allow me to do this, you cannot be my disciples. And that the Lord was teaching in that, that it's not just about him and his apostles, that it's ultimately the Christian life, to wash the feet of one another, to be in service to one another. And it doesn't mean, my brothers and sisters, we can't have fun. And it doesn't mean that it's wrong to take care of oneself, that's fine. But it means that ultimately our direction is outward. And so I ask us today, myself included, how 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 am I, how are you preparing to meet the Lord? And I want us to see that it's not so complicated, because I want you to think about your life right now. I want you to think about your life right now at this moment and the life you've lived up to this point, whatever age you're at. And I would believe and think in myself that there are so many ways, whether you've recognized it or put it in that context or not, and you've served the Lord. Serve the Lord within your families. Serve the Lord within your community. Serve the Lord within your businesses. Serve the Lord within your school. Serve the Lord in so many different kinds of ways. And I think it's important that we see how we connect that with our lives. Today in the first reading, it talks about a worthy wife, but really when you focus on that, what it's saying is this, we serve the Lord through our vocational choices. We serve the Lord through our stations in life, married, separated, single, divorced, widowed, young, old, and everything in between. We serve the Lord in how we are living each and every day. I I thought of that this week, today, um, this afternoon. Uh, The Catholic Student Association, uh, a good number of our students, are going to do something that I think is quite beautiful. Service is a part of the Catholic Student Association. And so today, there are packages, and, and they're going to go out in groups and go around Athens to the homeless and give these packages, these things that are filled with products, necessary things in order to live each day, to give that to them. Again, they're serving the Lord. I think this day of a conversation that I had with a nurse in the hospital here in Athens and the things in talking with her that I discovered and thought to myself again how well, whether she recognizes or not, whether she's a Christian or not, how she is serving the Lord. I think again of the countless ways in which we care for one another. And you know, again, and this will be the third time I've said this, Third time since I've been here, but I think it needs to be said. The time in which we are living right now, as we all know, and are knowing more and more all the time because time drags on. And now we are so many months down the road, this time of COVID and this time of change, this time of, of in a sense, being out of the normal. How important it is in that, again, that we care for one another And we don't see everything all the same way. We don't see politically, necessarily, all the same way. We don't see even the issue all the same way. But the point is this. It is what it is, and that we, as Catholics, as Christians, are called to care for one another even in our differences, even when in those times in which we don't necessarily agree, that we're called to reach beyond that to reach out and, and in a sense, even though we can't physically do this, supposedly at this time, except with a family member, called to embrace one another. Because that's what Christ is asking of us. Because that's what Jesus is teaching us. I think of the the issues right now in our country still, and these issues that will continue on, the issues of race, the issues of 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 division of, of, of those things and how we as Catholic Christians can make a difference whether we recognize it or not in the little ways in which we reach out, in which we seek to break down walls rather than build them up, in which we seek to come together. And again, I'll say it again and again, it doesn't mean we are all on the same page, but I pray this that when it comes to our walk with the Lord, even though in, even in that we are different, that somewhere we are on the same page because we've all received the same baptismal call and we're all called to the same baptismal commitment. And that is not just That our faith is something in our head but again that our faith is a lived experience and particularly a lived experience in the context of our walk together as humanity common humanity we with each other that to me is again a way in which we are preparing ourselves to meet the lord so my brothers and sisters as we pray together in just a moment um, we're going, I'm going to invite you to renew your baptismal commitment. I want you to think about the things I just said. Your baptismal commitment, our baptismal commitment, our common call is the body of Christ, the church, to, again, each of us in our walks, in our lives, to make some difference in this world, to help build up rather than tear down, to help bring together rather than to divide, to bring hope rather than despair, to, as the second reading says today, to be people of light, not people of darkness. This morning, it's my great privilege to confirm Brenda um, in the Catholic Church um, and to welcome her and a reminder to us of our baptism and of our confirmation in which in receiving the gifts of the Spirit, those gifts, Those powerful gifts, those fruits of the Spirit are truly called to make a difference in our lives each day.